Welcome to the Post Sunday Podcast, presented by Genesis Church. A place to go further, discover more, and to learn things you possibly never have. It's not just enough to know of God. We want you to know Him. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, it's time to rethink life the way God intended. This is the Genesis Post Sunday Podcast. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Post Sunday Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Sierra. Our other host is on the other side of the country, Brazil, Pastor Tim Grandstaff. And, and, and I mean, it's not the other side of the country, Johnny. Is it? It's due south. Other side of the world. No. No? Just a little south of us. Oh. I mean, they are an hour ahead, right? You said that. Go fund me for uh, Johnny's, uh, Johnny's <laughs> geography <map>. class. <laughs> Map in the podcast room. Uh, It just sounded good, man. Germany, other side of the country. It sounded fine. I knew you. Just do south. I I should have just chilled and just like. I love you. Let's start this over. No, do the same. No, we're starting this over. You have to. You have to play this. All right. All right. Anyways, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate you guys being a part of what is going on here at the Post Sunday Podcast. If you guys have been with us, you know, uh, we are part of the Genesis Church Orlando, um, presented by Genesis Church Orlando. We're excited to have you guys with us. And once again, if you guys haven't been a part of our live services, we do get uh, have live services starting at 9.30 and 11 at Genesis Church Orlando on YouTube and Facebook. So also don't forget to join us on Spotify iTunes and also on Instagram at Post Sunday Podcast to get some dosage, some more dosage of your boys. I'm excited. Excited to have Pastor Chad here. This is three weeks in a row, bro. This is not a, this is. is different for you. It is. Nice. It is three weeks in a row. <laughs> three long weeks <laughs> in a row. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed last week. We had, it was four of us, Pastor Tad Grandstaff, Tim, Chad, and myself. We had a blast really talking through uh, Jacob, really ending, uh, not really ending, but uh, just the focal point of Jacob kind of uh, now transitioning into Joseph. Uh, Pastor Chad led us into that um, into week one of Joseph. So we're really excited to jump on here. This is episode 11, Genesis 37 through 40. And we're all stemming this down from the never-ending stories series <clears throat> Excuse me, that we're in. And so it's been uh, a full year of just going through scriptures. You can find all of the resources that we have at genesischurchorlando.com backslash the never-ending story. But let's get right to it, man. Um, great message. It was good. Thanks. I watched it during my vacation. Yeah. Your very short getaway, you decided <laughs> my, uh, to... My uh, mini-mini. During your short vacation, you decided to have me speak into your life hey, for 35 minutes. It was fantastic. Oh, I bet it was. We had breakfast right at the beach, listening to Pastor Chad. That's it. Serious kids. Serious Actually, we, they were right at the end of What He's Done, your favorite song. Oh, great. Yes. And they saw Alexis, and we were like, oh, let's just keep this rolling. It went right to the message. They weren't like that. No. They were like, Daddy, let's go to the pool. <laughs> yeah. They you were hungry. Were like, I miss Chad. They, it's been 24 hours. They were hungry. So if you want food, <laughs> you, you sit food, and we watch, watch. <laughs> watch the sermon. <laughs> oh, man. Right it was good. It was good. 
But uh, one of my favorite stories, man, Joseph has always been uh, one that I've just really resonated a lot on. I'll get to speak on that next week. Um, I was making sure you weren't um, double dipping on some stuff here. Hey, I tried not to. It's very, <laughs> that is the most challenging thing. Probably one of the most challenging things is, is being, I mean, I had to do it with Jacob with Ted yep. as well. So it's like you tell half the story. That's tough. You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of pause it. So I tried to set it up. So, you know, Pharaoh had a dream was my last yeah. verse. Yeah. So now you can kind of regurgitate a little bit about yeah. the story, but kick it from Pharaoh's dream. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. I, um, I think that, uh, like Tim has said, for all of us, it's a matter of just inundating yourself with the story over and over and over and over again, just reading the chapters, you know, and when you can do that and you pull it out, you just, you know, you can pull out different things. So my, my, my message, if you, if you say changed, I don't know, three or four times just cause we know what we're speaking on. So like, mm -hmm. we know right now, I mentioned it, I think last week when we were here with Tad, I'm, I like exactly where Saul's conversion is October, right? So holiday or uh, Halloween, weekend we're talking about that so we have it all mapped out so you know what you're going to speak on mm. and so you know this at the beginning of the, at the turn of the year when you know we put this together you know i just started reading the stories that i'm i'm doing and so that i'm i'm speaking on and so it was good but a lot of um i don't know a lot of a lot of different thoughts about joseph you know and then when you really truly read it, it's not about what most people that know the story think and thought it was about. Mm. And so that's what I've kind of gathered, even when I, I mentioned it yesterday with like, uh, with Cain and Abel, you know? So that's why the Bible's alive and active and, and living. And so we try to, we try to make sure that, that we gain things, um, we gain things from it. You know? Yeah, and so we always say that you know you never see the world as you uh, as it is. You see the world as you are, and so the afflictions really stuck out to me. Just mm -hmm. the more that I read it, you know, before you get into the palace and before you get to you know what the brothers end up doing and on all that stuff. So that was that was kind of why I chose that. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, it's really teeing up to to what I'll be talking about, um, which you'll be helping me out with. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he. Um, you went right into yeah, like you said, afflictions. Um, you 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 went very practical with the message. Like yeah. it's it's you broke down some uh, misconceptions. Yeah, you said that uh, Joseph wasn't really chasing a dream. No, and and that's where, I mean, that's where I think a lot of people get. Yeah, you can if you're not careful, you can take you can take a Bible passage and make it fit what you want for your life mm. instead of fitting your life into the Bible passage. And I mean, I've heard it. I mean, we've I've grown up around this, you know, my whole life I've been in church, you know? And so you hear the Joseph, you know, he's a dreamer, he's a dreamer. Yeah. So you should dream. God will give you what you want in your dream and all that stuff. And, and that when you really truly look at it, it's like, that's not, that's not the story of Joseph. He never asked for the dream. He never, never says he knew what the dream meant or how it was going to be fulfilled. He never knew those things, you know? And so how can you chase a dream that you don't know, you know, you, you, you don't know how it's going to be fulfilled. Sure. So he's not a dream chaser. 
You know, I think he really was just one that walked with God. And it's a, it's, you see his life as a, as growing in maturity, you know, and I mentioned it yesterday and I know you and I talked about a little bit last week, just in our preparations, but you know, it was more of an immature thing, Mm. you know, for Joseph at 17 to be a tattletale, you know, and, and I say that kind of flippantly, meaning like he did what was right, you know, like his, he told his dad what his brothers did, but, but this is why. You know, it, this all happened before his dream. So it's not like the dream is what made his brothers hate him. It was kind of like they say the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, it was like the fine, okay, now. But it's the thing that they held on to because when he was approaching them near Dothan, that's what they called him. They didn't say, here comes the coat wearer. Here comes the guy with the fancy robe. They said, here comes that dreamer. So that's the thing that they were really held up on. So... But um, there's so many different parallels. There's so many different parallels. And I mentioned it really the second service yesterday, um, more so than the first, kind of towards the end. I just felt the spirit was kind of was kind of um, just taking me in a little different direction than I did the first service. Um, and so that was the thing that I really feel like the difference between Joseph and his father was Jacob, Israel, he, he tried to place himself in the position, mm. you know, and with, with Joseph, we never see him placing himself in the position, you know? And so Jacob, because he placed himself in the position, because he did, he did what he wanted to do to get the position that God had for him. It says, you know, Jacob never had peace. Israel never had peace. And, um, Joseph, on the other hand, I believe was the exact opposite contrast of that. Joseph lived a life of peace because he didn't elevate himself. And that's a lesson that I just felt somebody needed yesterday of stop trying to elevate yourself. Allow God to put you in the position he has for you. And what you see is you you see Jacob, Israel, you see him when he elevates himself, he's not ready for that position. And so with it became a lot of pain and a lot of you know, issues and he's fleeing and running. You know what I mean? And so like with Joseph, by the time he got into the palace, God had prepared him yeah. all along the way. Yeah. So he was able and, and, and not just willing, but willing and able to fulfill the position that God had for that's him. Good. And he didn't squander it. You know? So that's the yeah. parallel. No, that's fantastic. Um, even through... So he, you know, like you said, it's the total opposite. Right. Joseph, even through the afflictions, there was an internal peace. Like, pick which one, right? You right. know, you, you, you want to create what you want to create? Cool, that comes with a price. Right. You want to live a life of obedience and, and servitude? Uh, servitude. Yeah. Um, there is a price too for that. Um, yeah. Just pick where you want to be. And I think most of us, you know, really underrate what, internal peace can be for your life right? because we're trying to hustle, yeah. you know, quote unquote, that's the word right now. Yeah. Hustle, create, um, you know, try to just do so much. Um, try to be present on social media, try to create, um, you know, tons of capital and all this and that and all that. It's great stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think it just, 
is there still, is there a really a true peace within you? Yeah. Um, I love that. That's really good. Well, you just see, um, and I didn't get into it a lot yesterday because of just the time effort, but you know, once he was thrown into the pit, the well, the cistern, you know, um, then the brothers had to go back and give an account. Mm. And this is where Jacob continues to be pulled into the story. And again, just as though he, just the same way he was deceived on his wedding night, he again is a, is a, is a, is a victim of deceit because the brothers came back and they deceived him that, that Joseph was devoured, you know? And so here you have just the, the pattern of Jacob's life that was about deceit early on to get, you know, the blessing, how he deceived his father. And now the sins of the generation are coming back. And now he's again deceived to a point where he is crushed. That's crazy. You know? And so you just see it through. And it's it just, it's just, again, not to, not to say it. It's just a constant reminder of what happens when we try to elevate ourselves. Yeah. You know, and we're not prepared yet. And it's just, you know, it's, it's just that mentality of, again, you know, I was pulling up in, in Genesis 37, verse 34, it says, Then Jacob tore his garments, put on sackcloth on his loins, and mourned for his son many days. And then it says this, All his sons and all his daughters rose up to comfort him, but he refused to be comforted. He refused to be comforted. Now I know I shall go down to Sheol to my son mourning. Thus his father wept for him. Now, it's just crazy because, like, it was, I mean, that is a picture of what life looks like when you have no peace, wow. you know? And so, but it was all deceit. It was all, it was all based on deception. So, yeah, I mean, lots, lots of, lots of uh, similar paths. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's amazing, especially early on, you know, with Abraham, Isaac, you know, Jacob, and that's now crazy. Joseph. So, but, yeah, so... Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and you talked about three afflictions Joseph faced. Yep. Um, let's kind of go through that a little bit. Yep. Um, you mentioned the point one was Joseph was rejected. Yep. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Obviously, we, we know that through uh, his rejection through his brothers. Yep. Um, and so he faced that. I, I don't think many people understand how much he Joseph really went through. Yeah. It's, he lost his mother early on. Yeah. It was, it was one of those, when I was preparing it, it was one of those things where, you know, you try to inform, I often say, and then you try to inspire. Mm -hmm. And so the more that I learned about Joseph and the more that I dug in, it was, it was, he faces and he faced what so many of us face uh, on a daily basis, you know, and I, I, it's, it's the rejection, it's the falsely accused you know, it's the forgotten. And so where those three points kept coming into my brain, it was, that was where I felt a lot of people have been, or they are now, or they will be very, very, very soon in the yeah. future, you know? And so that's one thing that everybody can relate to when it comes to Joseph, you know? And so that's why I don't say I chose those, but that's why that kept speaking to mm -hmm. me is because I feel like um, that's where a lot of people are. You know, they've been rejected, you know. 
Um, and it always hurts the worst when it's by someone you love. Mm. And so that's what, that's what Joseph faced was ultimately that rejection from, I mean, when you, not to read into it, but you know, like Jordan, I have a daughter, right? She's 16 months old. So my son, JJ, who's six and a half is supposed to be her protector. That's what I teach him is you are to protect your sister when he does something and she gets hurt, right? And it's an accident. You can see in his face the devastation because he never wants to hurt his sister. And I know they're young. You have kids. You know what I'm saying? You, you understand. You have obviously twins. So, you know, I don't, which twin's older? Micah. Micah. I am so, a minute. You know, but he's your, he's your boy too. Yeah. So it's like he's supposed to protect his sisters. And so here you have, you know, Joseph the younger, in all the people that are supposed to protect him have betrayed and rejected him. And so what does that do to your psyche? What does that do internally yeah. when he's sitting at the bottom of that well and he looks up and he sees this and he's like, these are supposed to be my protectors, you know, and yet these are my rejectors. Hmm. And so that, that to me, it, it's all, and again, not to go too deep in, but yeah. it's like, those are things that have to play on his psyche. Big time. You know, they have to play. So, and then falsely accused. I mean, here he's in Potiphar's uh, house and it says everything he touched prospered. And I don't know about you, but like, to me, that means his home ran smooth. He's a slave, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like his home ran smooth. Maybe everybody was getting along. Maybe um, everything in Potiphar's life became easier. You know, why would Potiphar say, you know, everything, everything he touched prospered. How does, how yeah. does a slave make your house prosper? You know? And so, but it's like, you, you just see this attitude. There's no bitterness. There's no grumbling. There's no complaining because we all know that that's contagious. Yeah. And so here he was rejected. He was betrayed, you know, but now he's in this home where he is a slave from the favorite son to the favorite slave. And so now it's like this mentality of like, okay, well, this is just where I am right now. And so a lot of people, when they're falsely accused, like I said yesterday, they can't even think straight because they have got to clear their name. And you're trying to clear your name. You're trying to clear your accusations with people that don't care. I mean, literally, they don't care. You know, I read a quote the other day. And it was so funny. But it says, you know, we're arguing and I'm wrong. And I've known I've been wrong for 10 minutes. I'm just trying to make you mad now. You know what I'm saying? It's a, and that's where people are. They falsely accuse you. And a lot of them, they realize, okay, I was wrong, but they don't let up. And so now they're just trying to make you mad, yeah. you know? And so with Joseph, he was falsely accused. It, it's never written that he defended himself. Mm. He may have, but it's never written that he has. The character that I see through those 13 years, he probably didn't, you know? And... Potiphar wouldn't have listened anyway, yeah. you know, because it was Potiphar was fueled with anger. And when you are fueled with anger, you don't hear anything. You don't see anything but red. Right. And so then he's thrown in prison and he interprets these dreams and he just tells the cupbearer, don't forget me. Don't forget me. And then it says, and the cupbearer forgot him. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, I mean, everybody I think can fall at some point into one of those categories. Yeah, I agree. 
And that's where, that's where it's, you know, it's crazy. And you, you, you really hit home on this. And it's something that you mentioned that kind of continued to resonate with you. But in Genesis 39 two, the Lord was with Joseph. Yeah. So, and that's where I think that people lose sight of, and that's, it's a, it's a, I think that's a lot of the forgotten, the God forgot me. And if you're not careful, people will speak into that forgetfulness too. Like they'll, they'll encourage that forgetfulness in your life because why would God do this? Or why would God allow that? Or how would that happen? Or what would that, why would he do that? Or if your God is real, I mean, all those conversations. And so um, to me, that's where, you know, it's just that constant reminder. The mm. Lord was with Joseph. Yeah. The Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. That's so good. So that's to me, I think that's because you can feel the presence of God in your life. I, I really firmly believe that. And I feel like Joseph was content in his situation. He wasn't happy. No one's happy to be in prison. Yeah. No one's happy to be a slave, but he was content you know, in his situation, because ultimately I think he had full trust in what God was going to do in him and through him. I do not think he knew what God was going to do in him and through him, Mm. but I think he trusted that, that God was going to do something. Yeah. And for a lot of people, they need it all spelled out, you know? And that's like, well, that's not really faith. (laughs) If you got to have it all spelled out, you know, there's no faith in that. Mm. So, and Joseph, it never says that it was all, you know, never, he never knew what was going on. I don't think, I don't think he ever knew how it was going to come, come true, but, but it did. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think somebody needs to hear that today. Yeah. I mean that they're, you know, like you said, they they may be going through one of these three things, rejection, being forgotten uh, or being falsely accused. And mentally they're going through this battle right now and you need to understand and and you need to to know that the Lord is with you. And so let that resonate within your life because, um, that is what kept Joseph going. Yeah, he didn't know necessarily what the future was going to hold, but he, like what we've heard it said, he he knew who was holding his right. future. It's kind of crazy because when he was in prison, you know, Joseph saw that these two guys were troubled, hmm. which is fascinating to me because Joseph should have been troubled, and so I think that you know sometimes we can get so inward focused that we miss what we're trying to do, and what God's called us to do in that circumstance. And so just when you think your life is the worst, there's somebody out there that has it worse than you. Yeah. You know, and you can get so caught up in where you are and what you're walking through that you miss what other people are going through. And God can take the situations that you're walking through to help really reach and teach those around you that are hurting, you know? And so I love that. Um, You know, it's, he says, um, was that verse four or chapter 40, verse six, when Joseph came to them in the morning, right? He saw that they were troubled. (laughs) And to me, I'm like, man, Joseph is, he's got every reason in the world to just be downcast. And he just, you know, and then he, he asked them, he says, you know, why are your faces downcast? Mm. And it's like, I can imagine them sitting there. Why is yours not like you're in prison? (laughs) Like what is going, you know, falsely accused. You know, we don't know what the the cupbearer did and the baker did. We don't know what they did. But they did something, obviously, probably, to get thrown in. And it's like, here, Joseph did nothing, right? And I don't know who that reminds you of, but he did nothing, yeah. you know? And so 
it's just the the attitude that you take into those situations. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, so you know, you you talk about people that are going through, and the three afflictions that I mentioned yesterday are just three. I mean, yeah. people are facing myriad of others. I mean, a myriad of others. You know, and so when you look at that, it's like, what is the affliction you're facing? Mm. You know, and then how are you reacting to it? What is your response? You know, do you trust? Do you believe that the Lord is still with you? You know, um, or is it bitterness, grumbling, complaining, or is it, I'm just going to try to figure it out myself. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to get out of this situation. And so I think that's where you have to be careful how you react because how you react, you know, in the waiting of it, mm-hmm. you know, is how, how you react in the waiting of it really determines, you know, the, the end goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all in the waiting. Yeah. No matter what you, yeah. you're going to wait. When I talked yesterday <laughs> about waiting, I didn't, I couldn't get into it a lot, but a lot of times people like in a waiting room, mm. right? In a waiting room, you sit there and you do nothing, which is right. That's not the way. <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's not the weight God is looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the weight God is looking for is still a forward momentum. It's a movement, you know, it's like, let's continue to move. Yes. We're waiting on what's going to happen, but we're going to continue to move in this, mm. you know? And so there's somebody out there that is, they feel like they don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so in their waiting, they've become complacent. They've become self-centered. They become just, you know, kind of the woe is me. I'm just sitting here just waiting. And that's not the waiting I'm talking about. You know, Joseph was waiting to be elevated to the position of his dream. While he waited, he still did. And that's when he continued to walk with God, to witness for God, to worship God. And that's that's in our waiting. We have to continue to move. Mm. You know, we can't just stay stagnant. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a there's there's so many illustrations you could use even with water. Yeah. Right. Don't jump into a stagnant body of water. <laughs> you know, before JJ jumps in our pool, the filters on moving the water. You know, you want to get in just nasty water, get water that doesn't move. Mm. You know what I mean? Because when water that doesn't move becomes infected, water that doesn't move becomes gross. Water that doesn't move becomes literally deadly. And, but water that is moving, you know what I'm saying? There's life in the movement. Yeah. There's life in the movement, you know? And so for some people, they've just become like a stagnant pond that's growing algae on the top and the bottom. Mm. And they're like, why is it? Because you're not moving. So move, continue to move, you know, continue to walk with God while you wait for the results of that or while you wait for this promotion or while you wait to be elevated, like whatever it is, just continue to move. Yeah. Keep serving. Yeah. Keep Keep doing. Walking with God. The the example from, I think I used it first service and did not use it second service, but PJ's talking about the cancer, you know, the, the, the lady in our church has cancer and, um, I mean, it's just fascinating to me. She's literally just been battling this for a while. So we're, we're doing this drive, you know, for, for cancer victims that she's come across. Um, people battling with cancer that, that are trying to fight this and what they need. And so we, we're doing this big, you know, this big cancer um, supply drive, you, I would call it. So while she is fighting, while she is waiting for the results of different tests and different healing and all this stuff. Yesterday, I get a text message after that service 
that says while she is waiting, she's serving. And she, it was a picture of her serving in the toddlers yesterday. That's amazing. And so it's like, man, so many people, when they get this diagnosis, they just stop, they sit, Yeah. you know, and she has done the exact opposite. But what's crazy is you can see it on the countenance of her face, you know? And when you see it on the countenance of her face, yeah, she's going through it, but you see joy, you see happiness mm. in the midst of this because she hasn't lost her purpose, you know? And so to me, I mean, that's, she's the greatest example currently that I know of, of someone that is literally walking this and continuing to move yeah. and make a difference in what she's doing. That's phenomenal, man. Yeah. Uh, continue to, to walk and, and grow in the waiting. Um, I think that's something big that we all need to really uh, sink our teeth into, especially in the seasons. Uh, Cause you may not be in the waiting season right now, but I guarantee you will be, Yeah, you know, and that's just, that's just inevitable. Yeah. Well, you said even in the waiting, God is working. Yeah, and and He's He's moving, He's doing things. Um, I love what you kind of wrap things up with. You said maybe the place you find yourself in is actually preparing you for the position He is ultimately ha- He ultimately has for you. Yeah, and it's it's just it's it's just again it's the regurgitation mm-hmm. of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The lessons learned in the pit prepared him for the palace. Yeah. The lessons learned in Potiphar's house prepared him for the palace. Yeah. You know, the lessons learned in prison prepared him for the palace. So it's it's just every season that you're in is preparing you, right? It's just preparing. There's an illustration, you know, that, that many people um, have, have used before, and I, it's not mine, so I don't take credit for it, but I cannot remember. I've heard it so many different places. I don't know the origin, but... You know, many people say, I feel like I've just, you know, I'm, I'm being buried. So it's like I'm in a hole and I just feel like it just people keep dumping on me. I feel like I'm being buried. And again, I don't know who said it, but maybe you're not being buried. You're just being planted. Mm. And before you can grow, you have to be planted. And it's dark when you're planted. You know, it's not fun. But a seed is put under the soil and soil is thrown over top of it. Yeah. And then it bursts through, you know. And so that to me is what is so important um, is realizing some of you right now, you feel buried, but maybe you're not being buried. Maybe you're being planted. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We were from friend's house yesterday and they have a garden, right? No one ever brags about a pineapple tree that has pineapples that they brought, that they bought. They brag about something they planted that they grew. You ever notice that? <laughs> like when yeah. you go get a pineapple from the store, yeah. you don't bring it home and take credit for it. Yeah. yeah. But when you plant pineapples in your garden, you take me outside to see the one that's growing. That's still really small, but yeah. look what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's, there's reward in that, you know, because it's a process. Mm. And so a lot of people bail before the breakthrough, you know, they bail right before that breakthrough in their life. And there's a lot of reasons why they bail, but I'm, I'm a firm believer that you don't bail before the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many cliches, you know, about, um, I heard one yesterday that, um, I forget who said it, but I, I listened to so much stuff, but, um, it said pain is one of the greatest teachers, mm-hmm. but no one wants the lesson, <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, pain teaches you so much, but yet nobody wants to take that lesson. 
I want that. I just don't want the pain that comes, you know, before it, you know, I want that, but I don't want the, and it's like, man, that's such a good, it's like pain. Some of, some people are walking in pain right now and their affliction that they're facing is, is literally pain. It's emotional, it's spiritual, it's physical. And yet they can't see the promise because of the pain. Mm. And it's like the pain, when you endure the pain, when you go through the pain, you'll eventually see the promise, you know? And so that's where a lot of people can't take the pain. Mm. Well, if you can't take the pain, you may not be able to get to your promise. That's good. So that's good, man. Good stuff. I'm looking forward to um, continuing part two of this series uh, or part two of this particular story with Joseph. There's so much to really dial in on this, man. We can make this probably a couple weeks yeah. with how much um, just content and and. It's 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 like a movie, man. This this stories. <laughs> it's all intertwined. <laughs> you know, and as we build up to Easter, it's it's uh I mean it's it's wild. Yeah. You know, Joseph to Moses Moses, right? Yeah. So I think you've got Joseph this week, then Tim yep. has Moses, and then Palm Sunday I have Moses. Yep. And then Easter Sunday we have the plagues and the Passover with Moses. That's you know, crazy. and so it's like like it's it's a it's a it's a unique it's a unique journey yeah. that we're taking, yeah. you know, this year. Yeah, but it all ties together. So yeah, and I hope you guys are really. I mean, I hope it's 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 we're bringing it in a very clear way for you to understand. Uh, we definitely want you guys to take some proactive steps and really get into the scriptures. That's what we're pushing through. We're not going to go through every detail, um, every angle of things, but we hope that you are diving in as much as you can. I, I, I just want to thank, man, all, all those that have been following us and been supporting the podcast. We got 54 followers so far. I mean, we're talking a few months in. And so thank you guys for, for just being a part of what we're doing here today. Uh, actually, episode 10 is our number one episode right but now. that's because Larry... <laughs> told us that he had downloaded it or watched it like 25 times. It's literally tied. It's tied with episode four. Which was episode four? Uh, it was Genesis six through nine. Which was? Uh, give me a sec here. Come on, Johnny. It's, I know Tim. I th- Come oh on, goodness. Johnny. Uh, Come on. Definitely with, uh, I think, Isaac. Genesis Actually, six through nine? No. Abraham. Abraham. The flood. Was was it Noah? Anniversary Sunday. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Then followed by Saddam and Gomorrah. That's not Saddam. I keep saying that. Yeah. Sodom. Sodom. Sodom Sodom was a person. (laughs) Definitely not about him. That's 135. Definitely not about him. And then episode one. Episode one has 126. So. Right now, current tie is episode 10 and 4. So one cool story real fast, and then we'll be done. But um, I found out yesterday and um, that there's a roommate of one of our core people that was at church yesterday because they're on spring break, right? And she had no idea, but that she goes to Pastor Tad's church in North Carolina. That's hilarious. Yeah, so we were talking about it yesterday, and she goes, wait, I go to that church. So he tells her, <laughs> she tells her roommate, who's one of our core people, hey, I go to, you know, I That's go to Tad's funny. church. So, yeah, Such kind of a, a random. small world. Though. Small world, man. Small Holy world. cow. So, so thanks, guys, for just really being a part of what we're doing. Like I said, uh, we're looking forward to continuing this conversation. But you can find all of this, all the resources at The NeverEndingStory, um, Genesis Church Orlando, 
dot com backslash to never ending story. You'll have uh, a journal in there you can download. You'll have, uh, uh, I think, um, the chosen episodes that we're also uh, plugging in there as well as the podcast. So everything is available for you in there. But once again, it's all stepping out, stemming out through our live services. So if you get a chance, join us on YouTube and Facebook live at 930 and 11 o'clock. We'll be bringing uh, the teaching and continuing the conversation there or starting it and we continue it and post it up on our podcast here. So thank you again. We love you guys. We hope that you were blessed. Stay tuned for next week as we continue the story of Joseph. Grace and peace. Thanks for listening to the Post Sunday Podcast presented by Genesis Church. A place to go further, discover more, and to learn things you possibly never have. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Genesis Church Orlando and at Post Sunday Podcast. Till next time, grace and peace to all of you.